The Retro Lounge is a look back into the archives of the Recruiters Lounge podcast with Jim Stroud and Karen Matinen. The Recruiters Lounge podcast posted weekly between the years of 2005 and 2010. With energy, wit, and opposite points of view, <laughs> Jim Stroud and Karen Madden discussed, debated, and squabbled like children over HR issues that affected the workplace and society overall for the benefit of all who would listen. This episode of the Recruiter's Lounge originally aired on September 11th, 2006. The title, David Shieldhouse, co-founder of Zupka.com, and this was the original description. Zupka shows you the money. Jim Stroud and Karen Madden hang out with David Shieldhouse, co-founder of Zupka.com, a social network that pays for each hire you refer. If you are at the ERE Expo this week, tell them I said hello. Find out what was said on this very interesting interview with David Shieldhouse of Zupka.com after this message. Recruitment marketing, as compared to maybe employer branding, is all about getting your message and your story in front of the right audience. It's a lot to manage and what Practive Talent does for our clients is we help centralize so you have one partner, one vendor to help you manage all those relationships. And not only that, we help you track the effectiveness of every media dollar you spend on hiring so that you know in real time that you're getting the greatest ROI for your marketing investment to attract great talent into your company. We help our clients with recruitment marketing in a couple ways. One is in recruitment marketing strategy. And with that, we really take the time to help you build the right strategy. And then we get mutual approval on that strategy before you spend a single dime. The other way we do this is through our agency of record service. This is a partnership with you where we're able to reach out to publishers on your behalf to negotiate better pricing, to execute on media campaigns, uh, and really act as an extension of your team. Some of the benefits that our clients have seen working with Practive Talents Recruitment Marketing Services is an overall reduction of 30% cost per applicant. That's really significant. It's showing that we're able to leverage great technology, programmatic, and we're also flexible and scalable. We're platform agnostic. We're always gonna use whatever the greatest and latest technology is, whatever the best platforms are to help create efficiencies in your media purchasing so that you're always on the cutting edge. For more information on Proactive Talent, visit them online at proactivetalent.com or click the link in the podcast description. Radio, radio, radio talent. Innovative audio on demand. Hi, I'm Jim Stroud. Welcome to the Recruiter's Lounge. The Recruiter's Lounge is a podcast of news, interviews, and commentary on the recruiting industry, and it was designed with you in mind. So sit back, relax, and enjoy your time in The Recruiter's Lounge. If you happen to be at ERE this week, uh, do me a favor and, and uh, say hello to David Shieldhouse. He's the co-founder of Zubka.com, Z-U-B-K-A.com, a social network that actually pays you money whenever you refer a hire. Uh, I talked to him earlier, um, actually I talked to him last week, uh, along with my uh, co-host Karen Matten, and uh, up next here is the is our conversation, so enjoy. Welcome to the Recruiter's Lounge, you're in the lounge today uh, with Jim Stroud and my co-host Karen Matten, 
and also a very special guest, talking to David Schuhhaus of Zupka. How are you, David? Very well, thanks. How yourself? Uh, no complaints. Karen, yourself? I'm very well, thank you. We're all one big happy family here, David. <laughs> so, um, well, I guess my first question is starting off. Um, I know that uh, you are the co-founder of a new exciting company, Zupka. If you would, sort of uh, tell us all about it. What is it exactly? Yeah, sure. Well, basically, probably the best way to describe what Zupka is in a, a short sentence is that it's basically a platform where anyone can register as a referrer and introduce their friends, colleagues, or contacts to great jobs and get paid a substantial fee in return. Uh, the whole ethos is based around the fact that uh, our principle is that everybody involved in the recruitment process uh, should win. So effectively, the, the referrer will introduce their contacts and get paid a fee so they're happy. The hirer gets a great new candidate to join their company, and typically the fee that they would pay would be between about a quarter and a third of what uh, traditional recruitment fees would be. Um, and of course, the candidate is happy because he's got a great new job. So. Yeah, we looked at, um, I mean, I've been in the recruitment industry for 20 years, and um, I think the idea came about from a number of different angles, really. It hit me all at once, but it, I think it was a few things that gave me the idea. The first was that, you know, f for many years, I had always made it a point of um, paying a percentage of the fee that I made with uh, my clients to people that referred candidates to me. Uh, I think I'd also just finished reading a great book. Uh, it's the eBay story called The Perfect Store. I don't know if you've read it, but it's a very good mm. read. And it, it just made me think, um, I wonder if, if somebody developed a platform, uh, a portal, if you like, where essentially best practice recruitment could be distilled down into software onto a site where anybody could basically introduce their contacts so that all of a sudden... Know, people that hitherto have been introducing their contacts to both recruiters and user and user hirers, pretty much for love. You know, they've been doing it for, for nothing for many years. Sure. Now, these people now have discovered through Zucker that um, their contact base is their intellectual capital, and uh, you know they can make uh, some healthy money from it as well. So, how long has the company been in development? Yeah. Well, we. Um, if I go back to, I'd say it's about a year ago, just over a year ago, that uh, Armando and I, I approached him with the idea, and uh, Armando compliments me very nicely. I, I'm the sort of, if you like, the ideas evangelist guy, but uh, he's a guy who makes things happen, so we seem to work quite well together. And quite rightly, to start with, he was the guy who um, tried to make the thing fall over. Hmm. Um, so it's always good to try and do that when you have a great idea, and uh, we did that for quite a few months, and then... I'd say it was around about in October, November last year that we decided to start to develop the business model in anger. And then in uh, was it April this year, we incorporated the company and started to hire people. We raised some seed funding. And since April, we've been in development and we did our soft launch two weeks ago. And uh, yeah, we're, we're really pleased with um, how it's gone so far. We've got uh, nearly... 1,100 referrers registered in just two short weeks, which is fantastic. We're really wow. pleased with, with progress. But not just that. We, <clears throat> you know, having been in recruitment for, for some time, uh, you know, the gestation period for a placement, uh, you know, from actually introducing the candidate to the company can be a couple of months, generally speaking. But uh, we actually made our first placement within the first week. So we were really pleased about that. How would you say um, Zipka compares to to other uh, social networks out there, like, um, say, OpenBC, Academy, or LinkedIn? Yeah, well, that's a great question. I think that, um, 
you know, I, I see these uh, sites as absolutely critical to um, to referrers that use Zubka. We call them Zubka referrers, if you like. I think that actually these sites, these applications, are actually complementary rather than. Um, I mean, in some respects, people could see them as potential competitors, but actually I think they could be very complementary. I mean, for example, we know that already referrers are using OpenBC, they're using Academy, and they're using LinkedIn mm -hmm. as a means to develop their contact base in order to uh, meet new contacts and develop new contacts so that they can then take those, get to know them, and place them into jobs on Zubka. <laughs> With the British market, how they, how they, I mean, what is the, re re the response been like for you guys? I'm sorry, Karen, can you say that again? Well, what was the response like in regards to the British market, in regards to Zipka? Was it as big as how it's been, like, my face has been, or has it really been taking off very well? Uh, do you, did you say Zipka? Has it taken mm -hmm. off in the same yes. way? Yes, yeah. Um, well, what we've done is uh, we realized that uh, a Web 2.0 uh, business model like this, in order for it to be successful, it needs to have critical mass as quickly as possible. You know, you can't... You can't go out to a bunch of hires and say, hey, we've got 50 referrers, <laughs> you know, because it's, it's just not going to have the same traction. So we realized that in order to build up the referrer base first and then grow the vacancies, which is what we're now doing, we needed to have a model which was self-perpetuating, where the referrer base grew on, on its own accord virally. And that, what we actually did was um, the split percentage split uh, of the fee is that we give 80% of the fee that we charge to the client onto the referrer. That's quite a high percentage. Mm. But, but we also take another 5% of our total revenue, and we use that as a financial incentive for, if you like, referrer one to introduce referrer twos. So what happens is if you become a referrer on Zubka and then you introduce 100 of your colleagues to also become Zubka referrers, if they accept that invitation, they then become part of your Zubka network. Now, if, if any one of those uh, referrer twos, if you like, then does a placement, referrer one gets 5% of the total fee. So can you see how that creates a, a sort of a, a viral networking uh, opportunity for referrers? I mean, the top guy um, uh, on Zubka who's been very active has actually got 200 people in his network. That means that if any one of those 200 people makes a placement, he gets five, $600 each time. Wow. Now, now I've read recently, um, I think someone brought to my attention about a survey uh, I think that you guys actually commissioned it. Yes, uh, we did. It talks about how uh, some huge percentage of Britons are, are looking to to look for are looking to, for work right now, or referring people, or something along those lines. Yeah, you know, when we um, when Armando and I were fairly sure that there was a business case here, we we had a an idea that we thought from talking to our contacts that a reasonably high percentage of people who got jobs actually found those jobs through referrals as opposed to any other means, in other words, through uh, personal contacts. Mm -hmm. Now, we had an idea that it was somewhere around about two-thirds, but we had to be, if we wanted to um, push this business forward in a, in a serious way, we needed to be able to convince both investors and also the marketplace that it wasn't just our hunch, it was actually something that, you know, a, an official organization actually could put their finger on. So in the UK here, we have an organization called YouGov, which is um, a recognized, it's the most recognized uh, market survey organization. We commissioned them to do a survey. They went out to speak to, I think it was about 2,000 people, mm. professional people. Mm. And some of the figures were, were absolutely staggering. I think 69% um, of everybody that they spoke to had at some stage in their career either referred others into jobs or been referred into jobs or both. Um, what was also interesting was that 89% of those who were asked 
had never been remunerated in any way, shape or form by end user hires or by recruiters for referring. So hmm. nine, nine people out of ten. Um, so that gave us everything that we needed. It, it told us that you know, we've come up with a calculation for what we think uh, we've termed loosely the referral economy, if you like, is actually worth in the UK alone. And it's, it is a staggering figure because it's basically, uh, I've got the calculation here, um, it's basically the annual uh, referral economy is calculated by taking into account the average number of times that people in the UK were referred successfully for jobs and also the average wage of adults in the UK and finally the applicable Zipco referral fee that applies to that level of salary. So if you take that overall figure, it's, if that's worth something like £7 billion in the UK alone. And the reason that that, that, that uh, referral economy has just materialised is because previously, hitherto, um, people have been referring their friends and colleagues in, into positions for nothing. And now that Zucker has come along, um, they have the opportunity to do, continue to do the same thing that they always have been doing, but um, now they're going to get paid for it. So people are discovering that um, their contact base is actually uh, intellectual capital. It's worth something. David? Now, yes, sure. Zupka is based in the United and the UK. So when yes, and it is. how do you guys plan to promote yourselves in the United States? Good question. We're coming over next week. I guess we may even see you at uh, ERE. Huh, okay. Are you going to be there? Um, Karen may. I won't be there, unfortunately, but I, I will definitely hear a lot about it after the fact. Yeah, we, we, have, um, we have a booth out there. Uh, we're going to be there for the whole of next week. And we uh, seriously intend to come back with uh, a good handful of uh, U.S. customers, absolutely. Hmm. You know, the, the great thing about the Internet is that we, one of the questions we were asked when we designed um, the business model for Zucca was, are you going to specialize in any specific marketplace or are you going to focus on just the U.K. marketplace? Yeah, we thought about it very seriously, but then, to be honest with you, we think it's such a great business model. If we, if we launch this business in just one geography or in just one sector, you know, it doesn't take long for an entrepreneur to come along and say, well, I think that's a great idea, but they've only done it in the UK. Why don't we develop a worldwide business to do the same thing, compete with them? So, you know, the Internet is, uh, it has no geographical boundaries. I mean, you could have a U.S. organization with the headquarters in Atlanta who's looking for a vice president of sales based in Madrid, and it could be a Stockholm-based uh, salesperson who refers the successful candidate for the job. So, it's um, yeah, it's an exciting uh, business model. It seems like that there's like no end to how how large Zuka could could grow. Um, what are your overall long-term plans? Do you want to just stick with just referring jobs? Do you want to go into other markets? Well, yeah, it's um, it's exciting because I think one of the things that really excited me about the possibilities for Zucca is that it is a completely scalable business model. I mean, without um, getting too excited myself, I mean, if you, it has some comparisons in some ways to, to eBay. It is a platform where a community comes together, um, and with eBay, a community basically does business by trading goods. What this is is basically a community that is trading information that leads to people getting great jobs. Um, eBay has 200 million users. And its average transaction value, I think, is less than seven or eight bucks. Hmm. Our average transaction value is about a thousand dollars. So, you know, if we could have two hundred million users, I'd be very happy. <laughs> I bet you would. Are you going to have like an American Zipka and an, and a British Zipka, or are you going to keep it just one Zipka? You know, I, I think one of the things that we have to do very quickly 
is we have to have multiple websites because um, you know there's a, English words have S's in them and US com uh, websites have Z's everywhere. <laughs> but the other thing is that uh, we've had so much massive interest from other regions. I'll give an example. There's uh, a bunch of guys in South America that have said to us, look, you know, I I'm based in Sao Paulo here. There's a guy there who's got uh, a gazillion contacts and he wants to, you know, do a lot of business down. I think he's going to be what we're going to call a power referrer for us. Mm. Um, but he said, you know, you really have to try to get a Spanish stroke Portuguese website. He even offered to translate it for us, but I told him how many pages it was, and then he thought about it again. <laughs> um, but, you know, we, we have to have the, the languages that people don't read, readily speak uh, English in. So it's uh, Spanish, Portuguese, German, French, and Italian. In, any plans for Mandarin? And, yeah, we'll get get around to that one, yeah. <laughs> um, also but, India, too, because, I mean, that's a huge market. Oh, you tell me about it. You should see how many referrals we've had from India. It's absolutely massive. So how can um, people uh, get in touch with you or, or your company uh, to get more information? Yeah, great. Well, I think, um, although Amanda and I are co-founders, we have a, a lovely lady working for us called Isabel, and she is our brand guardian. And uh, whenever we ask anybody to uh, to talk to us, she won't let us talk to anybody if it's not uh, if it's to do with PR. Then <laughs> <laughs> we get into serious trouble if we start talking to anybody without her uh, involvement. But uh, we have a great company called Paget Baker, um, who look after our, our press release, our, our PR side of things, and uh, there's a guy called Will, Will Paget, who looks after that. So if it's anything to do with uh, public relations, then it would be will at pagetbaker.com. But anything else other than that, I'd love anybody to get in touch with myself, and I'm david at zubka.com. Okay, and, and it's spelled Z-U-B-K-A dot com. Exactly, yeah. It's been great speaking to both of you, and uh, I certainly look forward to uh, catching up with you soon. Good luck. Okay, thank you. Have a good one. Thank you. Goodbye. Well, that's it for this show. You've been a wonderful audience. If you like what you heard, love what you heard, or <laughs> just plain hate what you just heard, uh, let me know. Your feedback matters. You can reach me through my website at jimstroud.com slash podcast. That's J-I-M-S-T-R-O-U-D dot com slash podcast. So until next time, I'm Jim Stroud, and you're not. And so this ends this edition of the Retro Lounge, home of classic episodes of the Recruiter's Lounge podcast. If you haven't already, uh, subscribe now so you don't miss a future episode. Okay, cool. Until next time, bye-bye. Ever heard of stoicism? Chances are, if you have, you've heard of stoicism with a lowercase s and not stoicism with an uppercase s. Lone wolves, no emotions, antisocial behavior, cold, indifference, all that is stoicism with a lowercase s. Stoicism with an uppercase s is the ancient Greek philosophy and virtue ethics framework that centers on service to the cosmopolis, to include your family, friends, community, and planet, and the development of a good moral character. My name is Tanner Campbell, and I'm the host of Practical Stoicism, a three-times-a-week podcast teaching Stoic principles and concepts to anyone interested through the exploration of texts and deep dives into various moral topics. You can find Practical Stoicism where you're already listening to podcasts by searching for Practical Stoicism or by going to stoicismpod.com. I invite you to give it a listen today. You just might like it.